This is the story. Throw those anxieties to God. And, and it's a good word in the Bible. It doesn't say give them or hand them off. It says throw them to God. We're going to get to that in a little while. And do it in a spirit of prayer. You know, we're praying against the enemy. We're praying against that which threatens to destroy us from within as well as from without. So pray with that fervently. That's the theme of the message for today. So when I was a kid, the one thing we could do to get out of the house, and uh, <laughs> this is actually about getting out of the house, which we all want to do, right? Uh, as soon as there was only two feet of snow on the ground, we would declare it to be the time for the baseball season to begin in Wisconsin. So my brother Mike and I would go outside and we'd play catch. And you know how you play catch is, is this, is this very day the same way they do it in the big leagues. You start by throwing from here to there. It's, it's soft, short, right? And then as your arm gets loosened up, you go back further. And then you go way back and you get into long tossing which is, you know, a couple hundred, 100, 150 feet, you're far away. And then you come back in, and then you throw hard, see? Because now your arm is loosened up, and that's the way tossing goes. It reminds me that last night was a very important night here in New York City. Why was it an important night here in New York City last night? Because they played on tape the entire Game 6 of the 1986 World Series between the New York Mets and the Boston Red Sox. And when they played that game, yes, they also had about 10 of the players on a Zoom call. That's what we would do today, right? They're on a Zoom call and they're telling you how they felt when they got to bat and how they felt when they did the whole thing. And as soon as that happened, I was back here in Brooklyn because I know exactly where I was on the night of Game 6 of the 1986 World Series. I was right through there in the parish hall at a St. Peter's Blazers softball team square dance. Yes, we were all there. Our coach went to heaven already, Reuben Fontanez. I never even called him Reuben, I always called him Coach. But Coach that said we should have some kind of a party to raise money for the team, right? And somehow we picked that night. And here's my point to you all out there watching. The amount of people in there, in that group, that had ever been to a square dance was zero. Me was one, me. This was a salsa group. This was a merengue group. This was a group of Caribbean dancers. And we decided to hire a square dance guy to raise money. But the game was on, and in the far corner there was a TV, a little tiny TV. It was grainy, you know, it was only local channel, so you could hardly see it. But guess what happened? We never danced a lick. We just stood next to that TV. All the guys, and most of the women, just looking in on the game the whole time. And it was a long game. It's a terrible long game. And finally, this is what happened. The Mets began to lose in the last inning, extra inning. They were losing, and, they, and a guy hit a home run. Another guy came in, and we were all like, really, not only not dancing, we were mourning the loss of our season. 
were down like this and in the dumps, and a woman came to me. This actually literally happened. And she, she came to me and said, and she was allowed to touch me then on the shoulder, and she said, Pastor, I prayed about this, and, and the Mets are going to win. Just like that. And she was a warrior of prayer. I'm not saying that she was a, a sometimes prayer. She was a warrior. Her son had been born with ter terrible problems, and we went and patterned that son, and she was a prayer warrior at level one. Her name was Jeanette. And so Jeanette said, I prayed about it, and she looked at me like this, you know, like one of those, I prayed about this, and the Mets will win. Just that harsh, just that straight. And so I said, okay, let's dance. So we, I said, we have to dance then. I think she just wanted to dance. But she, we all got up and we're, we're dancing. And as we're dancing, Gary Carter gets his hit. And then the next guy gets a hit. And then the next guy gets a hit. And within like 10 minutes, the room was upside down because the Mets won the game. And I, said, I went to her immediately, you know what I said? I believe in the power of prayer. Because she, she was so dedicated to that prayer. And it strikes me today that this is what we're all looking for, aren't we? I want somebody to say, this is over. I have prayed about it, and this is done. Not one more infection will happen in the world. The virus is gone. The Mets won. Humanity wins. We're going to win. And I can't say that, can I? Would it be right for me to say that? So I have to say it another way. God is going to win. God is winning. God is the victor. Victory is mine. We have a God who cares. We have a place we can, we can chuck our anxiety we have a way to make it through this. We have a way to put it in God's hands. We have a God who will not desert us, but will be with us. And finally, the destiny, the victory of my eternal destiny has been won. Because Jesus died and rose again. And no matter how hard it is to say goodbye to my loved ones, and some of you have had to do that, and I know that. And I just heard another story of a, of a friend here yesterday. No matter that that happens, I know that my Redeemer lives. I know that I have a destiny with God forever. I know that my sister's with Him. I know that God is a victor. See, can you say that? I can say that. And, and, and look what, what, what Peter goes on, our namesake goes on and says, hey, this is a battle. And, and if you don't think it's a battle when you're suffering, then understand this, the devil is like a roaring microbe, right? It's like a roaring little microbe seeking who he may devour. And, and, and that works from inside out. So we, if you don't have the virus and you have tested negative for antibodies, oh, that's me. So I've had that test. I'm not protected from the virus, but I'm protected from the virus by God. I have a God who's going to sustain me even if I do get sick. And I have a God who will say, even though we go through this suffering here, and I say that to you on the international level of the audience here, it says right in the text for today, 
We are supported by people in other places. Doesn't it say that? See? It says you're going to find support in your suffering from all over the place. Have we found that here? I'm going to give you an example in a few minutes. But we have. Your friends and relatives in other parts of the country and the world are behind you. We who are in the epicenter of the epicenter of the epicenter know that, that God is still with us. And we can find the strength to be sustained. As we do this thing, as you trust in God, cast your cares upon Him because He cares for you. Right? And what that is, it's not a long toss. It's not an in long, inaccurate toss. God sent His Son to bear with you who went through suffering and pain and even death inside this human system. So don't think that when you're throwing those cares over to God, that God is so far up there He can't get them. Right? Don't think it that way. Think about it this way, like that. It's just a little soft toss to God. God's right here. He's right here. He's with us. There's no way God leaves the scene. There's no way God is above it all. God is with and accompanying us. And, and, and that changes it because now, and this, sometimes you need somebody to poke you a little bit to get rid of those anxieties. I need that. You need somebody to say, why are you, you, you seem down in the dumps. What is it? Listen. And we listen, right? What is it that's constraining you? I've seen people this week, and, and I happened to walk outside on a couple of these blocks, and they said, I have not left this house in eight weeks. This is the first time I have put my head out that door. And what's out there is the virus, you know. So there's all that anxiety and all that fear. And my, my word to you is sometimes if you're going to give somebody some encouragement, you say, take the anxiety and the care and throw it to God, you know. Get it out and let it out and then throw it to God. And it says, because that's the word that is used in Greek. It is the word for this here. I'm lefty, so I'm throwing lefty here. Uh, you throw it to God. Throw your cares on God, and he'll take care of them. I need to hear that every day, don't you? Because every day it comes at you a different way. And it can be something that comes out of left field, right field, or wherever. But throw your cares on God, and he will give you the strength not only to get rid of your cares, but to confront the enemies that are there in your life now. The world, the devil, the world, and my own sinful flesh. All three of them rising up to get at us. And God says to you today, just like this, give it to me. Give it to me. I'm good for it. In Jesus, we have the answer. He is good for it. We have the victory. We have joy. We are people of joy. And may God bless you today as you enter that fray and get back to life and know that God is with you every step of the way. Amen.